Hey you guys, I would like to make a public and personal service announcement. Announcement. Oh, I'm gonna start saying that now. Announcement. Anyway, um, this is my phrase and motto when it comes to love: is date people within your insecurity bracket. Like you don't have to go for a person who's as spiritually attractive as they are physically. If you're an insecure person, then you deserve a person, regardless of how fine or ugly they are, who is as insecure as you. Because everybody who, you know, is sociably, sociably, wow, my words right now, socially acceptably fine, is not secure. There's a lot of people who, you know, bought their looks and it's like, you know, when somebody has new money and they're used to coming from nothing, they still have that insecurity of coming from nothing. So they act like Floyd Mayweather. Um... You know, that's somebody who's still within your insecurity bracket, even if physically it expresses itself differently. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a person who is an extension of you. And that's not to be funny. That's just, like, real shit. Like, really, everything is a prism of each other, right? Like, and I learned that from meditating outside pretty much every day. Oh, almost sneezed. Pretty much every day. Um... Like, I really do meditate almost every day in my backyard when I wake up. Um, and uh, everything is an extension of you and everything is a prism of you. So if you're afraid of something or if you don't like it, it has to do with how you accept yourself. Like, if you can't stand something about somebody, if you have pet peeves, this is a psychological fact that... All of your pet peeves that you dislike about people. Do you hear that? People are still letting go of fireworks. And it's like. Not even July 4th. Fucking California. Anyway. So. um, Like pet peeves. Any pet peeves that you have. Are usually reflections of things that you don't like about yourself. That you have not come to terms with. You're not being honest with yourself. You can't look at yourself in the mirror and accept it. And you've dissociated yourself from that trait so much so that when you see it in other people, you have a strong distaste for it. And a lot of the time, people don't even know why they dislike that so much. So, like, even I will find myself having uh, pet peeves with people that just grind my gears, like, in consideration. And I always, knowing that fact, I always have, a like, a split second to myself where I'm like, bro, like, that must be something that I have in me that I don't even see and it's crazy right like it's kind of scary to be like even me I'm a person where I'm very aware and I still am like I still that still applies to somebody like me and that's not to say that I'm a person who's like Gandhi although I did find out that I have no karma karmic debt everybody has like I study numerology um, and everybody has a karmic debt number, and my karmic debt number is zero, which is the only other person who really had a karmic debt number that was zero, who was, like, at least publicly was, um, Gandhi. So, I do have no karmic debt, but still, like, 
I'm not saying that to say I'm like the prime example. I'm the first person to tell you I'm not shit. But um, yeah, it's just crazy. So I can only imagine somebody who has no intention or has no lifestyle revolved around their spiritual self. But I say that to say, I was thinking about this, right? So every relationship that you're ever going to be in with people, you're going to have some type of friction with because yin and yang is a universal law and the things that attract people together is one half of law of attraction which is yin and the differences is the yang right so Or the differences, it could either be the differences or it could be things that are similar that are, that don't need to be similar because that's what makes you guys dysfunctional. Like you ever met somebody where you guys are so perfect that you feel two two ways about them that are completely opposite at once because you have too many things in common. Like two people in a relationship can't both be equally stubborn. It's not going to fucking work out. But you feel you love them just as much as you can't fucking stand them, right? So it's like that's a that's a scenario where it's like the yin outweighs the yin, or um, I don't know. It's just something I was thinking of because it's like I was thinking of that. I was like, how come people have the nerve to date others outside of their insecurity brackets? You get involved with people that you think are dope and you think are beautiful and who are just have like this light about them that everybody gravitates toward and then as soon as they finally give you some attention and try to like get to know you as a person and then you get serious you get all fucking crazy on them and then the next thing they know they're in some complicated ass shit with some complicated ass feelings that initially they would have never signed up for So not only are you an energy vulture, but you're hella irresponsible and you're reckless with the way that your energy affects other people. But then another aspect of that is I was talking to my friend about this because me and her are so similar. Like it's crazy. So we both we both have like we tend to attract crazy people. Um, And she was like, yeah, uh, I was wondering why. I attract dysfunctional or crazy people too because I'm really peaceful and I I really try to be transparent with myself and with people in relationships but I've come to terms with the fact that that's probably why I attract crazy people because we're healers and we guide people so those people need that opposite which again is a yin-yang process and that's another that's another aspect of law of attraction so I've come to I've pretty much come to a realization that law of attraction and yin and yang is pretty much the same fucking thing, just with slightly different perspectives, which is called physics, right? That's physics. That's in the field of physics. Something can be different or there could be a different word for it, or you can be human but not right. All of these different things are all just perspectives and how you perceive things, which is like what Einstein 
and all of those fucking guys back then were like, that's why they're like fucking geniuses. But it's just something to think about. Like, think about the people in your lives. Think about the people that help you grow. And think about the people who you're just fucking fighting with. And um, I guess... I guess what's most concerning is people who um, you're unsure about because with with those types of situations, you don't know if they're a lesson or if this is just a, a moment that's difficult. And usually you know, like, even if you don't think you know, you have an idea of, like, alright, this is my future ex-boyfriend, this is my future ex-girlfriend. Like You, you kind of joke about it, but it's because you know that like, you're probably not going to be with that person forever. But then there's some people who just, like, rock your world, and it's because they're hella dysfunctional, but they're so profound in your life. And um, everybody just has to hold themselves accountable. Like, insecure people, you have to make an effort not to go for people who are better than you as a person. And that's why I believe there's such a thing as being better than other people. And people think that when I say that, that I'm saying that from like an arrogant or like I'm, uh, you know, uh, hold the doors open for me, hold my bags. Like, I'm not saying it like that. I'm not like that at all. I'm very humble when it comes to that general shit, like shit that we can see on the surface. But if I'm making an effort to be positive and because I genuinely have a heart to be positive because I've developed myself to be that way because it makes me happy and I like to maintain my happiness. And you're a person where you gravitate towards negativity and you seek out negativity and you don't care about how your negativity affects other people. I'm literally a better person than you. And that's just what the fuck it is. And some shit isn't. You can throw whatever label or judgment on that when you hear me say that, but some shit just is what it is. So, everybody has to hold themselves accountable. Um, you can date somebody who is who fits all the physical attributes of the person that you're into, but make sure they're fucking insecure like you so that it fucking makes sense. Um, and vice versa, like, Quit dating people who are not on the same level as you and then crying about how life is so fucking, like, like basically victimizing yourself or, like, your feelings. Like, you did that to yourself. And girls do that especially. Girls will keep dating the same types of fucking people and, like, then they'll be, like, um... They'll be, like, oh, da-da-da-da, I keep having these same issues... And men aren't shit. And it's like, no, there's like 7 billion people in the world. If you keep having the same issues with that many people in the world, you don't care about who is in your solar system. You know, everybody has a solar system. Everybody has a... Think of it like... Think of it like... Think of yourself as like food that has to be preserved in the refrigerator. Everything has to be in a certain fucking condition. Everything and everything that's intelligent needs a certain environment 
and it needs certain components that support it. So that's how each person is. So is once or even twice is like okay that's a lesson and I say twice because you can meet one type of man and then learn your lessons from that relationship and then you can meet a total opposite type of man and then learn your lessons from that relationship people can be complete opposites people and those are two completely opposite types of issues you know what I'm saying because you need to find a balance so that's why I say two chances instead of one because it's like yeah, you can learn the first time, but then you can meet an entirely different type of person. And that in itself is a whole other type of issue that you now have to learn. It's like reverse mechanics, right? Like how people, like, okay, building something is one aspect of mechanics, but taking something apart and then figuring out how to put it back together is another aspect. But again, that's the yin-yang process. So, um, law of a fucking attraction is crazy. But that's all I wanted to touch on. Um, I found myself in a situation, actually, that I'm in right now. I'm so congested right now, I don't know why. Sorry, if I sound like I'm hella breathing into my microphone. But um, uh, I'm in that right now where it's just, like, hella complicated. And I am not the type of person where I like, like, ambiguity and, like, gray areas in my personal relationships with people that I'm emotionally invested in I don't feel secure in that so I find myself being hella insecure with this person like needing reassurance and shit and I fucking hate it because that's not me at all that's never been me and but it's because he presented himself one way instead of being like she's too good for me I'm gonna just leave her alone because I'm not there yet. And then as soon as I got involved with him, he got fucking crazy and possessive. And now it's like signing up for shit. Basically, I involuntarily signed up for shit that it's like opening up a a fucking box of worms. And then he keeps like coming up, like popping up in my life too. Like I keep leaving him alone. I keep dumping him. And then like a month or two later, he'll pop up. And then that's my fault, right? Because I keep putting that in my solar system. But um, people like that just, I guess that's where I'm still puzzled at. I'm not completely clear on on what that lesson is yet, but I know it's something. I know the other, I know the other aspect of it, which is like I was saying, like law of attraction, we're healers, but then from the healer's standpoint, what are we supposed to take from that um and why are emotions that fucking powerful you know I mean I know that the scientific answer to it like emotions your heart has brain tissue emotions evoke certain wave patterns in your heartstrings that produce or decrease white blood cells and that either heightens or lowers your magnetic energy field which is at the capacity of at least 16 miles in radius like I know the scientific answer to it but it's like there's a higher sense there's a higher sense to it that's it's like that's what's so tight about like human beings is that human beings can take something from the fourth dimension and put it into the third dimension nothing else can do that only human beings can do that 
that's what's hella tight about human beings, but that's what's hella scary about it, is that it's so powerful, and it can create shit that spirals out of your control over things that feel like it should just be as simple as yes or no. Um, but, I don't know, that's just what I wanted to talk about right now. I'm like, <sighs> I had a long day. I worked out and shit, meditated, like, I sprinted, lifted weights, had my protein and shit. I'm getting tired. I'm going to go ahead and tap out of this. Um, I feel like I have more to say, but I can't think of it right now, so I'll probably make another one. Bye.